0: Welcome to the Brain Candy Podcast. I'm Susie Meister, and I'm here with my co-host, Sarah Rice, and maybe somebody extra sharing name <laughs> with another Sarah. It's Sarah Grace. Can you believe that? So many Sarahs in this room. I mean... We out You're number.
1: outnumbered. You're the
0: majority. <laughs> Two Sarahs in this room. You might <clears throat> remember Sarah Grayson from her time on Road Rules. What was it? Campus Crawl?
2: Yeah, Campus Crawl.
0: And then what was the was it gauntlet
2: one? Yeah, the original gauntlet. Listen, she's so
1: adorable in real life. Let me tell you. Oh, I've sure. yeah. had the pleasure of meeting Sarah. I've heard all about her, but <laughs> she meets and far exceeds every expectation of so adorableness. How What do you like about, about her? the same way. What? Well, <sighs> okay you know those people you hang out with and you're like oh my god am i cool enough because they like they <laughs> ooze cool they like look cool like it's like like i have cool jewelry but like i don't even try and like i just like threw this on it was like no big deal it was like sitting on my nightstand and i just like wore this i but like in my head it would take me like a week to put together that outfit and yeah. like you know then i'd have to like buy the lipstick that went with it and everything and like No, some people are just like naturally cool. They walk into cool, and you walk into cool. I
2: love this. Let's just talk about me and my
1: awesomeness. (laughs) And her boyfriend is really cool, who I feel like is would be a really would rub off, like would be a good influence on my husband. How so? I think he would encourage (laughs) my husband's feminist like ideal. Like would like I don't know. I feel like he would. You know, I've only met him for a little bit, but I feel like he's like open-minded and like new and like like with it and stuff. And you know, I feel like, super dreamy. And he's like alpha male-y so like my husband like wanna be want to agree with whatever he said.
2: He's one of those dudes, like dudes get crushes on him yeah, all the time. Yeah, my, my husband would have a crush
1: on your, on your boyfriend. That's okay. I mean, people
2: are like, hey, um, can I buy your boyfriend a drink? Yeah. And it's like, I guess, yeah. if you want. He doesn't drink a lot. And they're like, oh, okay. Does he like beer? Should I get him a beer? And I'm like, are you okay? Like, Do you want me <laughs> to leave, leave you alone? It. <laughs> like, it's okay. I don't mind. No, he's wonderful. And he's got he like is- one of
1: the... He, he just looks like he should have like an Instagram account that like has... Like, you know, a couple what hundred is thousand insta- followers. Can we
2: send people there?
0: Um, are yeah. you against that?
2: No, go for it. It's Sonny Remlinger. Yes,
0: yeah. Sonny Remlinger. it has got like a beard and, know. you know,
2: it's like a cool look.
0: Yes, his name is Sonny. It's yeah. not... Yeah. It's S O N Y Yeah, S-O-N-N-Y. Remlinger. <laughs> yeah, you guys have been together for a
2: long time. Actually, it's almost two years. Oh, and that's... we... I've never made it to two years with anybody, so it's kind of a big deal for me. Why is that? <laughs> Well, wait, get get close. (laughs) How how can I get into this without getting too into this? Oh, you can get into Um, it. Yeah, you be general. I'm a lot of woman, I think. And um, it's not for everybody. And I also tend to date people that are like way more damaged than myself. Mm. So I get to be the hero. (laughs) And if I'm the hero, then you know something's messed up. So (laughs) it doesn't last two years. I usually... End it, actually. It's been three times I've had it, a year and 10 months, and then I've broken up with him. And I didn't realize it was a pattern until the last one. And then I was single for like five and a half years before Sonia came along. Five
0: and a
1: half. That's good, though. Uh Uh-huh. Then you really But now she has a gem. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that happens to women. Like, how old were you when you met him? Mm.
2: I was 29 when I met him.
1: It's like that- Late twenties, really discovering who you are, and then once you go, okay, now oh, I, I know. Get it. Yeah. this is what I want, mm-hmm. and that's when. And the guys have to be usually a little bit older than that.
2: We're actually like he's three days older than me. Oh, yeah, we're wow. just like yeah, we're so three close days. To what they so made. you guys share a zodiac sign. We do. And we and celebrate usually, our birthday together, which is so convenient. Oh my God. Yeah. It's awesome. Like a double birthday with your significant <laughs> other. It's oh, like one I'm just planning, planning and then it's over. It's great. Is
0: it usually bad? I don't know. Zodiac stuff. Do people say that's
1: bad to be with your Not sign? Not necessarily. Some of them are really good pairs together. Some of them Some of them are really good together. because they What can- is your sign?
2: I'm a Sagittarius. Okay. Yeah. What do you know
1: about that? Anything? I think that's what my husband is. No, when's Scorpio his birthday? Sagittarius? No, he's a Scorpio. On no. uh, November 17th. Okay, he's a Scorpio. Yeah. 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 Okay. I know to start with an S. We're but. December, so. What
0: does it mean, Sagittarius? Yeah, what do
1: you like? Well, well who are you?
2: Sagittarians are typically <laughs> outgoing and friendly, and mm. um, we have like a really hard-defined sense of justice. Mm, okay. Which I is, like that. Yeah. I mean, it helps for the two of us because we're both, you know, really friendly, but we also have really similar fundamental values mm-hmm. That's and we believe
1: in honesty and That's truth. That's probably and, why two Sagittarius yeah. could get along because oh, yeah. they have the same core. That That is what they really care about. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills.
0: The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
2: Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact.
0: Well, Sarah wanted this episode to be about secrets, which it can be. Um, Because we did an episode recently about lies, and we were supposed to talk about secrets, too, but we didn't really get to secrets. We were stuck. I bogarted
1: that, and I told you every single thing I know about lies. So
0: we can do a little secret action in a minute, but I know that our listeners will want to know like, about Sarah's time on the show and what she's been doing. What
1: have you been doing since the show?
2: Yeah. Nothing. Just waiting for Buna Murray to call.
1: (laughs) Really for That's great. I love that <laughs> joke. <laughs> Let me ask you this Or Right.
0: Did you watch mm-hmm. Gauntlet One where she was amazing? Because you oh, you. you
1: <laughs> yeah. I think Now, if memory serves me correct, you went into almost every elimination and won. Yeah. Okay. five. Knew that? Be, what? You remember. Uh yeah, because I was as a Sarah was mm. often people were like Oh well, other Sarah. Oh one. no! This many, man, So you have to be like, oh shit, no, you know. So That's I awesome. knew exactly who Sarah was, but I also I was a diehard challenge fan. You know, oh. I like real world, like oh, whatever, take it or leave it. But I loved the challenges. Mm-hmm. Sarah, uh, Re- uh, Sarah Grayson did not. No, love I didn't. The it wasn't yes. my scene yeah. at all. Remember when you hung upside down? <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. <laughs> I'm I, none it. of you can see the face she just made when she shook her head. <laughs> <hand>. It was <laughs> it was like like a lot of thinking of like replaying old memories and going, mm, yeah, yeah. Um, 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 I'll move on. Yeah, it's
2: <laughs> like remember that time that you fought in Vietnam? It's like yeah, I
1: totally <laughs> forgot about that. She's got Would horrible, you horrible a PTSD event. from from
2: absolutely okay. Absolutely, I, I
1: think that everybody. Does. I really do think that there's something to that, and I think that that production companies out there should give everybody who's been on reality television five mandatory sessions with a therapist or psychologist to debrief us after we leave. That would be amazing. Uh, it should be mandatory. I mean, I had the- six. <laughs> for free? Covered by the production? Vita Marie. Are you... <laughs> gave you therapy. That's it. I'm demanding that I get How could therapy. How can they not give me therapy? Well, well, do they really should. need you it. Really they told me you just have to ask for it. What? I'm asking for it. I want it right now. Yeah. When did
2: they instate that rule? Was it like after my gauntlet? Like, did they watch what I went through and were yeah, like, they yeah, probably did. they probably need to be giving therapy out. Yeah. And that was just not offered to me because I really could have used it. I mean, I had nightmares. Really? I still have challenge nightmares. Really? And it's been like you more than a decade. Oh, I mean, okay, you
1: still have challenge nightmares. Do you remember the most do. recent one? This is awesome. This is awesome.
2: Oh no. Um, they're usually kind of the same. It's all the same people. It's just like it's, panic. Yeah. And it's like being thrown into, you know, a gauntlet, you know, everyone coming down on me. It's got this, you know, it's just like an actual nightmare. It could be anybody's nightmare. Mine just (laughs) happens to have been a real life experience. So (laughs) it's, you know, like a falling nightmare. Do you have regrets? Do you wish you hadn't done it? No. Okay. No. But the other side of that coin is I wonder what kind of person I would have been if I hadn't. Mm -hmm. You know, do you think
1: you'd be as self-aware? no not at all i, I think, think that i think that's me. that is the, that's the real takeaway that really that's all we could take i mean you yeah. know like but that's such a gift to be self-aware is, is
2: it is it's difficult because most people have their 20s you know to become self-aware mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if you're if you go into it like i was 18 during casting and then 19 oh, on my original so show and That's so young. Well, yeah, and it's like most people are allowed to kind of be a teenager and Make screw up mistakes and mm-hmm. that sort of thing, and and not have it in the public eye, because you know everybody in there you know everyone who's like twenty is a total asshole,
1: you know, uh, and it's just some people who are uh, uh, I don't know any age are total yeah, assholes. Yeah, that's so, true.
2: Some people never outgrow it, yeah, and some exactly. people go on these experiences and think I was so awesome, and they don't learn and they don't reflect, and they're like I was a hero, I was so cool. Pay hey, me money. Mm-hmm. I want to go on spring
1: break for the rest of my life. We you know? say that validates their narcissistic idea and like tendencies, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's very dangerous. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But then other people see it, hate themselves, and fix it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I would like to think I'm part of the latter, but.
0: What did people think? Like, what was your character? Like, mm-hmm. did you have a. What was your. Like, on your original show? Oh, on my original show. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Yeah.
2: You, yeah, my character was. Uh, Kind of the the underdog has been I mean that's what it's I think my theme. Yeah, the underdog theme. <laughs> but it was weird. Like I remember afterwards I they had, you know, a big dinner with everybody mm-hmm. after the show was wrapped and um they were doing kind of credits and stuff like that. And I remember we were there with like Jonathan Murray and we we're all sitting, you know, at this table and I was drunk. <laughs> I was like underage at a restaurant and everyone's buying me alcohol and I was on someone else's dime. And so um I was drunk, and I was talking to to Jonathan Murray, and I was like, "Hey, oh my God, level with me." <laughs> <laughs> I was so much supposed fun to, to be on the real world, right? Because you know,
1: right. And <laughs> is there this idea that the real world is more like highbrow like yes. better? well it, it's it's about who you are, yeah, like know like, so, what you can oh, do necessarily I see But like, just show more up. of a personality if you are. Were- Okay, okay. That's okay. what I thought. Yeah. And Okay, it's not true. Just well
2: well, but I mean I
1: I, I thought, you know, I, I had never seen Road
2: Rules before I was on it. It um, feels until... like an insult when you're cast on Road Rules. Like huh. the, the A list
0: goes on the real world and the B list goes on Road Rules.
2: Yeah, and you're kinda of treated like that too. It's yeah. not like in your head. Oh, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. no, so then I you know, I was like, it, but it it was in Vegas. So I was under twenty-one and that's why I wasn't cast on oh, Real World, right? That makes sense. And he goes, No. <laughs> Yeah. I was oh. like, Wait what? <laughs> Actually, no. He's like, we never wanted you for the real world. We why? only wanted you for road rules, and, and I was like, well, why on earth would you do that? And he's like, well, it just wouldn't have been any fun watching six athletes succeed all the time. Whoa. And he was like, you know, we figured you'd sink or swim, mm-hmm. and it was just like, what? Wow. You know Kind of faced with that reality because I got voted off my original season, mm-hmm. and it was like seven and a half weeks in of a nine week shoot schedule oh so god i was there for almost all of it and i walked
1: away with nothing i'm so annoyed by <laughs> this especially because i get what they, what they were saying She's between the lines by saying that to you if like we don't want to see all these af- i understand because i think i was also cast as that per- thrown on yeah. the challenge for that person yeah and then i came back and i was like <laughs> Remember how you thought this? All right. I'm going to go ahead and win that challenge and take the prize money. Thanks so much. And you did the same thing as like, oh, remember you said that? Yeah. I just won six eliminations in a row. Go fuck yourself. But you like, know what's
0: funny? She had a similar experience, but that's not how she feels about I, that's it. That's the... Yeah.
1: Pr- like, that's like you're so... all sassy about I know, it. I know. And that's so weird. But, but I can see how they tried to, like, throw that label on you. Yeah. I can really, really see that. But why did... But you did... Prove them wrong. I know. But so, it why was... didn't you get all gloaty like me? <laughs> I don't know. You're just a better person. I mean,
2: no, I honestly, because I didn't go in thinking I was going to be there for more than a weekend. I thought oh. we'd go in. I knew they were going to like try to vote me off right away. And I was living in New York at the time and I needed money. And I was like, okay, if I go, I get paid up front. And I get paid when I leave. It's going to take a weekend. So, for a long weekend, I'm going to make my rent for a few months. Yeah. Cool, let's do it. And I knew that they were going to send me in first. And then they did. It just happened to be for absolutely no reason. Ugh, <sighs> Cause like people had the worst on there. Oh well, yeah. And it was like half of our team couldn't even swim and it was a swimming challenge. And so six people went out before me and they still sent me in mm. based on my like
1: previous performance or like their idea of what they think, yeah. because like, you know, if you're not somebody who runs around in like Nike gear and workout clothes all day, God oh, no. forbid you have like a sassy haircut <laughs> and some tattoos. Like, yeah. me, like they're like, Oh, oh yeah. no, you're like the rocker chick. You don't, you're not an athlete. It's like yeah. you get labeled as whatever. If you're not a personal trainer, you
2: will have trouble. Yeah, like that's just that's, that's it. how it works. Uh
0: huh. Well, you got along really well with Theo on that show. You I guys did. had a crossword bonding thing.
1: We did. He's what? he's so like funny and smart. You had a crossword bonding with Theo. Yes. And Susie and I met yeah. over crossword. You puzzles. guys bonded over crossword. Puzzles? They don't let you bring them now. We had to <gasps>
0: smuggle them in.
1: I you're had to. Ha- you know what I did on on my last few <laughs> challenges? <laughs> it I was so miserable. Sense- Ripped open the lining of my suitcases and hid crossword puzzles in all the lining of my suitcases. Then sewed my suitcase back up because I knew they wouldn't look that hard.
2: This is why you want to talk about secrets because you have secrets <laughs> and you secret. are excellent at keeping them. Yeah. you have like the forethought. Like I'm so garbage at keeping secrets. I'm terrible. Are you? Them. Oh yeah, no, I am the worst at keeping oh, secrets. I'm a terrible we just, liar. I'm terrible at keeping secrets. Okay, just, well,
1: we were we were talking about. Okay, so if somebody. This is real fascinating. So if somebody comes to you and do, do they have to announce, like if somebody said, oh my God, I'm going to tell you this information, don't tell anyone, you have to tell somebody. no. I'm good at keeping other people's secrets. Oh, okay. We keeping my, my own oh, no. secrets, though. Yes. I, there's no full self-disclosure. Oh, that's yeah. Right on okay. reality TV. Well, that's yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. really what... You know what? And you just said what we we forgot to say, and that's It's your secrets versus other people's secrets. Yeah. You can't keep your own. No, I'm garbage at
2: keeping my own secrets. But, you know, I kind of like that about myself. I know that other people don't love full disclosure all the time, but I feel like at least it levels the playing field. I think it's good. I mean, thank you. I think it's good, too.
1: You know why? Because it normalizes things. I think what we all need, it's like creating the atmosphere of group therapy in real life. Yeah. And there's a lot of healing that comes when you go, oh my God, I'm getting in this huge fight with my husband and he's such an idiot and I can't believe that I, you know, did this and blah, blah, blah. And then I, you know, forgot to pick my kids up at school be 15 minutes late and then I was late there. And if we all just said it, people go, oh my God, I've done that before too. Instead of you like wandering exactly. around with like aimlessly with all this guilt, like we do need to be a little more honest about our shortcomings or whatever. I think so too.
2: That's a good equalizer.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you have a deep dark secret you don't have to share it? I just wondered if you had one.
1: That's such a tough question. I don't think it Susie, is. Do you have one? Mm-hmm. You do. Yeah, I have <gasps> a deep dark secret. Were, were you going to share it? You're just no, going to tease no, me with I'll it. No, I'll never tell anybody. <laughs> never.
2: Mm-mm. Did you run over <laughs> somebody? Just keep driving. No, just kept driving. Just kept no driving. no murder. Just...
1: <laughs> no murder. Nobody died in the making of my deep dark secret. <laughs> I, I do think, have one. I think um, it's probably like. And I don't even mind sharing it. Like sometimes the thing that like makes me feel guilty is like, oh my God, do I smoke too much pot? <laughs> That's like that That's
2: it. not a real secret. But then I think That's, That's like what I feel
1: guilty for. Like, oh my god, maybe That's when you
0: know you don't have a deep dark secret. <laughs> That's mine. Yeah, I will share mine. mine. That's mine. But like meanwhile, how much pot I- do you smoke? What? How much pot like do you like every day. Like how much though? Is it like a standard amount? I don't know. I don't know how this well, like, works. Okay.
1: Like I buy an eighth from like my guy and then it lasts me two weeks. I okay. like that you have a guy. Do you not have a I card? Got, I got a guy. Well, <laughs> I had a card, but I mean, the card we, made it too easy to get stuff. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> I'd rather like, made, like a shady. buffer or else like, like yeah. something yeah. where it's like, got it. Like I got like, to work. There's more get, danger
2: you know? involved. It's yeah. more fun. <laughs>
1: But no, but I'm like I like you know every day when I come home and like that's how I like to relax and like whatever. That's why you it like, along? You know mm-hmm. that, downstairs it. he's got you covered. Oh, he's nice. I like got a new guy. But no. <laughs> 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 I just like that's like my guilt like where I I like oh my god you know like I are. To other people like, you know, but I don't like drink out uh, except when I come on the podcast and have some wine, but I'm not like a drinker. I don't have beer when I get home. I'm not like that. I don't, I never get to the point where I'm like, like, I just like a little bit to like chill me out and like watch TV and stop thinking about all the other stuff. But that's that's my biggest like deep, dark secret because I feel that's what I feel guilty for. Like, what would I get done if I didn't do that? Oh, but well, then it's like, you know, shouldn't get a lot of anxious mental spinning. And like just, I need to self care and like relax and take some time for myself at the end of the day. What I've been working for. See, I'm trying to justify it right now. Yeah, But so. that
2: makes it medicinal. Like what you're talking about is like anti-anxiety oh, yeah. medicinal. Yeah. Oh use. God, I love her.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. You're really, see when we share deep, dark secrets, how we normalize it. And there it becomes go. not a deep, and dark everyone's secret. But I don't have to have this guilt.
0: It, there's some, t- if, if somebody, if one of us said, I did. I'm. A, I was secretly a pedophile. We would not normalize it. No, no we wouldn't. But no. what you're saying is normal. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, well, so, it's very, very easy to
2: normalize. Some people it. can keep those kinds of secrets. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they shouldn't. Maybe they should. You know, let it out so we can punish them for it. But uh, no, I. I'm not a big secret keeper mm, in general. Mm-mm. And there, you would be hard pressed to get me to say no. I won't tell you that. Oh, mm. like you could pretty much ask me whatever. And I go, Oh, okay. I'll tell you,
1: <laughs> like, there's no, you know, filter. I love that. But don't you feel like you connect? Like, where's that? Cause you have to look at where does that come from? It's like, I, and I really do think that that stems from a desire to connect with the people who you're around. Like I share, you share, you yeah. know, kind of like an, ex- it's an exchange. And like, if I make this comfortable by sharing something about me, that I'm making the situation more comfortable for you. Exactly. Too And opening it up for you to share.
0: Hmm. There's the a dark side of that
1: often. Uh, I've never told anybody this, but da, 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 da.
2: Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I get mm-hmm. a lot of that.
1: I mean, I feel like this is where it
2: gets tough is if you are full disclosure all the time, you feel the need to fill silences with <gasps> uncomfortable details <gasps> that normalize things, trying to give people permission to express themselves. I don't always remember to ask other people questions. I'll just <laughs> fill the silences because I'm trying really hard to make them, like to unlock them somehow and relax them so they'll start talking the way that I talk. And That's it's
1: interesting. Like, I didn't know that. Are you Have kidding? You not noticed? Me, no, I no? do that too. <laughs> We're one of the same me and this Sarah. Well,
0: <laughs> Sarah. I knew that do. you both talk. <laughs> and I love that about you guys because I like asking questions and getting them answers. And we you as
1: our friend because you're an interviewer. I know. So yeah, we love
0: I've that. The re- I didn't think the reason you guys were doing it was in order to get the other person to open up. I thought you just really liked sharing. No, it's usually because I want people to relax and
2: feel comfortable. Me too. I'm like, Here, here's some really embarrassing shit about me. Yeah. You know, and then I hope that someone will respond in kindness to
1: it's like a, i share you share like with exchange of
0: like well i should really of, talk catharsis catharsis more then because i thought that it was because you really just wanted to share the stories with me
1: well and i'm sure we i do maybe <laughs> I mean we do but there is this desire for like to to open up the door for the other person to hmm. to also yeah share okay
2: and I it, it makes that you feel mind. better.
1: Like when the other person, when like you can, you know how you always say I'm like the yes and person. Yes. It's like, <laughs> that's is. what I'm trying <laughs> to get. It's like, I, I, exactly. wa- I, I want somebody to share. So they go, oh, yes, I experienced this too. And let me tell you about the time where it was even <laughs> more crazy than yes. this. I'm looking for the same thing in people,
2: but unfortunately uh, it like. Leads to a lot of like, conversation domineering from my end. But why don't you ask questions then? If- I'm getting better about it, girl. Oh. But it's like a, it's a concerted effort. <laughs> because why? I actually don't like to pry. I have this weird like you shouldn't ask people about you know wh- how their job is going or like what's going on with their relationship. Like I just want them to tell me. So I'm like, well, here's how my job's going, and here's <laughs> so they feel comfortable enough to talk about it and you know in kind, but i
1: absolutely know exactly what you're talking about (laughs) and i've never been able to i don't think i've ever in my 30 years on this planet been able to verbalize it like put it into (laughs) words. so this has been like a very therapeutic 15 minutes
0: because that's (laughs) what it is but then like i just would uh, people like me would assume that if you wanted to know something you would just say how's your how's your job it's not prying
2: I don't know. I feel like, I don't know where I got that, that I'm conditioned to feel like it's prying. I don't know if that was something I was raised with or something that, you know, that I've adopted over the years of, you know, moving to different places and not knowing anybody. And maybe that's like something that I've picked up on my own. I'm not really sure. Hmm. I've never thought about where it comes from. you have to like
1: ease into that. Like the, you know, that's like a, maybe... Like, oh, I share this a little bit and then I can open up the door to ask you a question and then, but like just, huh. who knows, man? I don't know. I mean, for me, it's a problem because I'm super
2: empathetic and that's getting uh, worse as I get older. Worse. I mean, I, I consider it like a total liability at this point, but it's <laughs> it's getting worse. And I have this habit of knowing when something's wrong with somebody. And I can just sense even you should if be are like, oh no, it would be so bad. Cause it would like, I would put it on me and be like, well, this one time yeah, I they did a terrible thing. They really do.
1: But you have all the qualities <laughs> that would make you no. really good at that.
0: Thank you. Well, tell me, cause people don't know what you've been up to because you know, you're not
2: challenging it's true. I'm not challenging. I'm out challenging. Of the game. You're
1: turning into a,
2: a verb. <laughs> I like that it's a verb. I think we should continue using it like that from here on out. Uh,
1: okay, I'm
2: too busy challenging. <laughs> Sorry, I, I can't have a real doing, job. I'm challenging. I don't know <laughs> what you're doing.
0: Tell me. Yeah, tell us what you're doing. What you've done since you know your days on MTV.
2: Um, since my days on MTV, I have. Finished my bachelor's degree and my master's degree. In library science. Yeah, it's true. I have my master's in library and information sciences. The, thing that you to the a Dewey Dewey
0: decimal system. <laughs> she worked on the Simpsons as a librarian. I what?
1: Okay, oh, okay. This is really cool because I think people think librarian and they think, you know, books and the people no who think things. But a librarian is essentially like a historian. Who She's really a researcher. Helps, like, yeah. Re- and and catalog data. Yeah. Right? Exactly. I mean it's kind of
2: that. that's what I was doing at The Simpsons. I was creating databases and helping of every, find things own. and you you so they can yeah. find things. on The Simpsons. Isn't that I cool? I did for like that's two years. The coolest. And then I left.
0: <laughs> because okay. she has you know dreams outside of that but before we get to your dreams um how did you get here
2: how did i get here like on the planet or like to redondo beach or I
0: like no real. Redondo beach.
2: <laughs> oh i drove to redondo
1: beach today
0: well you know what you should have done
1: what should she have done
0: she should have taken a lift oh that would have been <laughs> I do love lifts. Well, we met for drinks the other day, and she lifted there.
2: I did. I lifted for drinks yeah. because you should never drink and drive. You should always take a lift. Yeah,
0: she's super into not drinking and driving. Free sitting. So, yeah, who
1: is
2: it? Well, a I lot know of people, so many people, and before Uber and Lyft, forget
1: oh my, about it. Uh, yeah, a lot of God
0: people, you know, are pretty casual about it, and she is not. And so she is a dedicated lifter. That's great. And we were discussing the, how um, we hate when we take a ride share and then there's a big surprise bill at the end. Yeah, where it's like that was a good experience and then you go bankrupt
1: because you can't <laughs> pay. For surprise! It's sprinkling outside, and you now have to pay 29 times the base rate. <laughs> so we want you guys
0: to go to slash brain and you get $30 credit. Um, to take some rides and give it a whirl. It's super easy to use the app. And thirty bucks, who doesn't love that? Thirty dollars That's amazing. Was, right? <laughs> My mom figured
1: out. <laughs> Why didn't you use tell those, me this so, before I got
2: here? I would have lifted.
1: We could <laughs> have. Why do we? Then have I, have I could breath. have
2: more wine. I know, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the worst.
0: Well, next time. But now, you know, and you know, the the virtue of, of Lyft, but for you guys that don't know, it's just a super, super easy app that you can use and you can see where your driver is and when he's, he or she is coming and you know, it's affordable and you don't have to pay for parking and all that jazz. So
1: sometimes I want to be a Lyft driver. Oh my gosh. and I just should want to pick people up and be like, surprise! You have to listen to my podcast the whole uh, <laughs> ride, right. And I'll just play it. Or you just then, record
2: the podcast while you're in the lift. Uh, it'd be like taxi confessions, but that's
0: confession a great idea. A lift, driver. lift if you're listening. We have an idea.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to record our podcast from the cab.
0: <laughs> but go to lift.com slash brain and get thirty dollars credit added to your account. Get some free rides for you. You are welcome.
2: Introducing Play.it, a podcast network like no other, home to top sports on demand programming, including CBS sports experts and digital exclusives from dynamic personalities. Hey, join me tag Holy Magic Man Malinaji, two time world champion. Hey, man. it's Boomer and Carton. Hey, this is Tim Marchman from Deadspin. Well,
1: let's pound the pavement and get some news. Well, let's hand out some fantasy football advice. Play.it is delivering storytelling at its best.
0: The most addictive sports podcast today. Hear what you've been missing at Play.it.
2: Listening to the Brain Candy podcast with Susie Meister and Sarah Rice. Tell us about your dreams. My dreams, yeah, and your um, talent. Oh, my talent! Well, I, I am an actor. Um, an I have actor. been making a living doing that. Oh, for the last, year. yeah, I don't know, ten years. On and ten
0: years—that's um, solid. Yeah, yeah. What um, is your like um, specialty? My
2: specialty, comedic. You know, my specialty is for real. Yeah. What? It's sitting in a car. <laughs> <laughs> I have even that is cast the this girl sitting that I in the really car. Made the most money as an adult. I sit really I well forgot. as a passenger. Well, What's wait, ironic about that yeah. is that I was on Road Rules, and that that was the first time oh, I was cast as a passenger. My and God. I turned this into.
1: Yeah, what do you think? That's this is hilarious.
2: I don't know. Maybe I just look okay from the waist
1: mm-hmm. up. She has no mid. There's like no bulge when she crosses her legs. Oh, yeah. Right it's, left. it's okay. like perfect.
2: Yeah, that's it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, great. Yeah, I sit really well in a car. So, do you tend to do commercials? I do a lot of commercial work. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. kind of my thing. Um, What's your dream job? My dream job. You know, like in that field. Um. I would love to do sitcom work. I mean, honestly, since I was a kid, that's always been kind of the thing you that I wanted a to do. You have a marketable look. Thank
1: you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you really do. She's made me she blush, very... and it's warm in here, so I'm probably it is pink. warm. <laughs> she has a style, a, a unique style. style. For sure. And, like, <clears throat> a character look where, like, I could put you on, like, a foul. I could think of... Off the top, I had twenty different sitcoms where you could, you're, you Make could have Make that happen. Care. Thank, Thank Sarah, you. I was going to say, what does it look like a scr- I mean, <laughs>
2: I would love to. You're a great representative kinda, of me and all of my wonderful qualities, she, she and I be think a no, that no, but really,
1: that, <laughs> like I, I could think like you know, I think she'd be like you could throw her on, like. You know the Mindy Kayla? What is that? The Mindy show? She I've been out for the Mindy project many times. No way. I haven't booked though. So see? Do you see how? I okay. not well, Mindy I project. Be a <laughs> because clearly I have an eye for it. You That's knew true. exactly
2: what I go out for immediately. Wait. So
0: what is it like? When you read your descriptions, what are you usually?
2: You know, it's it's weird. It tends to be either like hipster
1: chick or like funky best friend or. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Um, well, Mindy Kaling was stuff. Funky Best Friend, and now she has her own show. So, exactly there you go.
2: Exactly, you got to write your own material. That's where you you make the big bucks. Well, I mean, she's been writing forever. So, you might not know this, but Sarah Grayson is from Oklahoma. I am. Oh. I'm from Oklahoma.
0: She doesn't look like she's from Oklahoma. No. and Not
1: she... like there's a look, but, you know, there's kind of a look.
0: Well, there's kind of a look. Well, there's, there's not no like a lot Jewish... Of, um, no, the
2: Jewish um, Catholic, like, Italian yeah. <laughs> thing. It's not our... Not
1: the Jews. Oh
2: yeah, the Jews didn't migrate there, to my knowledge. No, I actually didn't know any, like, Jewish Italian people growing up, except for my family. So... But then I moved to New York when I was, you know, oh, 19, I people. it was amazing. It was the first time in my whole life I'd ever sat next to people like that looked just like me. Yeah. I, mean, it was, I never experienced that my whole life until I was you know, 19, 20 years old. What did it feel like? It was awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, most people would hate that. You know, they're you like, do oh, look like I look you should like New York. Like, people mm-hmm. just assume. Even when I was in like high school, people assumed that I was from New York. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't oh, really have an accent and it's kind of, it's always been that way. So people are like, we're from do New people York. talk like- in Oklahoma. Just Southern
1: accent? Well, it's kind of a Texas accent, mm-hmm. but it's a little it's bit Texas. more. You know, slow? Jordan from my partner on the, yeah. on, he was from Oklahoma. Oh. And he's you full know, on. Yeah,
2: like Blake Shelton's from Oklahoma. It's It's that kind of garbled, like a little bit of a draw. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I do. It's real cute. It's So funny. I mean, I never, I don't know, I've never pictured myself with somebody from. Forget
1: it. (laughs) Oklahoma, no, you belong in someplace (laughs) bigger than that.
2: Yeah, even my dad said that once, kind of recently. He was like, You never did belong here. That was like,
1: (laughs) You never did belong.
2: It really, like, he had this look on his face. He seemed so sad about it. It was just kind of like, that's it's a I good supposed thing, man. to belong here. That's a good I thing. Listen,
1: I, you know, don't want to diss anybody who's from Oklahoma, but that am ain't high. That place ain't high on my list of, you know, mm-hmm. two visits. No. Well, you
2: know, you know my, I'm sure it's great. My family lives there. And if they didn't, I don't know how often I would visit. So, yeah. yes, I love my family. It's fine to visit.
1: Let me ask you this. I hear they have a lot of lakes there.
2: They do have a lot of lakes. Yeah, it's like, like the, the most of any yeah. state.
1: Oh, Look at you, you trivia queen. Oklahoma oh,
2: trivia. You know everything there no. is to know about lakefront and riverfront. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I would not have guessed that. Trivia. No. Man-made, though I think.
2: Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, because there's no water. Right. That's why we've missed that. It is definitely landlocked. Let me ask you
0: since we were talking about reality TV, do you have any like guilty pleasures or reality TV that you like to, to in- indulge in oh my god yeah yes. oh my god
1: tell me i'm so excited
2: um <laughs> one of my favorite things in the whole world is watching fat people lose weight
1: <gasps> oh yeah love man. it 600 I love pounds it.
2: what is it my 600 pound Oh, life. okay biggest my, loser biggest loser um have you guys seen fit to fat to fit yes
1: it is crazy yes! <laughs> what blows um, your mind if tell you have everybody the premise of that
2: yeah if you haven't seen fit to fat to fit it is a show that is, <laughs> it is a show where personal trainers, um, they purposefully, meet, they purposefully gain, you know, 45 to
1: 65 pounds in four months, which is so unhealthy. Yeah. No, they give themselves so like actual unhealthy. health problems, how, like really unhealthy
2: and they do it so they can lose weight alongside their heavy-set clients. So they have an empathetic understanding of how difficult it All is right. to be heavy and Tell lose me weight. What you've learned. Well,
1: it's fascinating. It's not necessarily what I've learned, but what the trainers learned. Well, that's, that's so what I mean. cool. Yes, it's the trainers benefit more than the person actually Why? losing the yes. weight. I'm annoyed. Why? It really is just like a, a bitch slap to the face. Like they they tell get me, like slapped in the face. Every- These trainers are like, oh my god, they gain. T- I'm not kidding. Two fucking pounds, and they're like. <laughs> Oh and yeah. I never knew it was like this well, because they slow
2: down and the workouts are hard for them all of a sudden. And they've never been fat. Most of them have no idea what it's like to be heavy and how difficult it is to lose weight when you are starting from a really high number. And so they go in, they gain all this weight and they have to be totally sedentary the entire four months that they're gaining the weight. So they can't work out even a little bit yeah. To in order to hit the goal. And mm-hmm. in the beginning they're interviewed and they're like, well, you know, fat people are lazy. They're lazy and they don't try and they are full of excuses and they just don't get it. And it, anybody can just get up and get fit. It's really easy. And then in the middle of it, the trainers are having mental breakdowns. They lose relationships. Fully lose it. Like, like fully lose it. They break up with their partners, they fight all the time with their partners, so, they get really depressed. Severe depression. That's yeah. the biggest one. They is get when really they get depressed.
1: depressed. And you're like, oh, hmm. See like how hard it is? Else who has a sedentary life sedentary lifestyle?
0: Yeah. Well maybe they shouldn't have eaten all that food. <laughs> the annoying thing. I know that I'm not supposed to say or feel or think these things, but I do because that person had to force feed themselves for four months to get like okay, that. okay. I mean, it's excruciating
2: people, to watch. I admit that's not pleasant.
1: But these are people. Okay, you have healthy coping mechanisms. Okay. <laughs> I drank that her. G- Susie just downed her last <laughs> sip of wine, and she like rolled her and eyes like, it really, that's Hilarious! Okay, done. you have sure. different coping mechanisms. Yeah. Um, if you've had it set, and as somebody who absolutely had eating as their coping mechanism, if that is how you you self soothe, and that's how you self comfort, and that's how you fix the problem and that has become your normal asking somebody to change that like you know and Susie, i'm sorry but you've been small your whole life so yeah you don't know but yeah. i've been hungry for a lot of those years <laughs> i mean that's not <laughs> no but like, what they're saying is like, a lot. there's a difference between hungry and then using food to fulfill yeah. an emotional need you there's a total there difference, a difference because i was never hungry I no, no, I'm saying like
0: I withhold feelings. food when I'm hungry. Like I don't eat. Right. You
2: know, it's not right. like
0: I'm thin on accident.
2: Right. Well, no not control. everybody I has I mean. self control yeah. in that regard. And also, like, one of the things that the trainers learn is mm-hmm. that they have, there's a social aspect to food and alcohol. That they have been denying themselves for basically their whole mm-hmm. professional lives as trainers that they don't acknowledge until they are tasked to gain weight. Wait, so they get to mean? go out with their friends and family and eat food and drink alcohol and do whatever they want. And then they start to crave the connection that mm. food and alcohol brings. So there's a social component to it as well. <laughs> and like, all That's the trainers, deep, when they man. first start like gaining the weight, they're like, actually, this is really fun. I get to eat whatever I want and I get to go out with my friends and I can party and I can down tequila shots at a club and like be a regular young person doing my life. And I never realized what I was missing, but I've been denying myself this forever. And when all my friends would go out and party, I would stay in and do crunches. And it's this like total mental flip that happens, which is you, they get the high highs, but they also get the low lows of the depression of not looking the way they used to and not feeling the energy they used to. And it's this like, you know. You woo! You learned that it's all about moderation. Hmm. So, it's I don't know. So interesting. I would. I would love to watch it though. That it's, sounds very interesting to it me. It is. It's also really uncomfortable. Like it's not. Why pleasant. though? Why to watch somebody gorge food? Yeah. And How much, see, that's what I mean. Lot. Like it's they have really eat, like donuts and McDonald's. Like Twelve thousand calories eat. a day. Some of them. They 12, have to gain. They have calories gain a day.
1: Forty pounds. Oh.
2: Yeah, in four months. Like you can't it, do it.
1: Any. There's no. Healthy way to do that. They zero, zero, zero.
2: All body definition. And it's so funny because they'll. The, I guess the gimmick of the show is that because it's in its first season, nobody knows that this is the gimmick. Like the people that have signed on to do it, to sign on with a trainer, don't realize that the trainer is going to go, guess what? I'll see you in four months. I'm going to get really fat and then we'll do this together. Uh-huh. I think they just think they're signing on for a weight
0: loss a weight show. Loss show.
2: Yeah. And so- the immediate response of every single heavy person is why would you do that to yourself? Like they're so, they can't believe that somebody would wreck their perfect body for them. So what, but it creates a bond. It creates a bond between the person working out and the trainer because they have to do it together. And in order for the person who's training them to like have access to the gym and like lose all the weight and stuff, they have to like bring this other person along, and then the other person is like, "Oh my god, you wrecked your body for me. Now I have to make it up to you.
1: Mm-hmm. I have to show you that it wasn't I have for to nothing." Work hard because look at the sacrifice you made. So it's yeah. like really a win-win. Well, but... yeah, I get that. And the person who's the trainer learns empathy because they learn how to not. Because I know a million trainers who are like, "Oh yeah, just freaking stop eating." Just oh stop. yeah, you know, if you live in LA, you know, a million trainers trainer all the time. Is like, like, <laughs> well, why don't you just cut out alcohol? And I'm like. Why don't you just eat a bag of dicks? (laughs) You don't get. (laughs) Don't you know I have a podcast to run? (laughs) Like you know, easier said than done, buddy.
0: As you write your life story, you are far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you. Where you want to go at Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
2: What else do you like to watch? Um, I love Project Runway. Me too. All (laughs) of the inceptions of Project Runway, all of it. Um, That is so great. America's Next Top Model i love mm-hmm. anything dealing with casting oh, i find yeah. it so fascinating to see you know anything dealing with a talent anything that's yeah what about like a, the voice do you like that one i used mm-hmm. to watch the voice all the time oh and then God, i got I really it. sick of it because i'm not a country person and i don't like the country singers keep winning and i was like fuck this i'm out of here i really just threw up my hands and bailed wow and i, I was just so blind into editions, the oh one the where blind auditions are that's so great I yeah i mean did you see the one with the the chick from mm-hmm. curly sue
1: yeah. <gasps> yes i cried so good! She's phenomenal. She's Holy like crap still getting better get and better. Woman sing. She mm. should have never been in uh, she should have sang. Girl, yes. she is so good. I know. Susie's rolling I'm her good. eyes.
0: But and just to put you two in the room together. It's just like
1: I can just behold <laughs> this nonsense. We don't really need you. I know.
0: I'm, I'm redundant.
1: <laughs> Maybe we do to like reel it in every now and no, then when we know go how good I could Curly just Sue keep is. Going.
0: No, it, she was. She was very <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> no, okay. I'm just joking. She you know what
0: great.
2: else that we watch is like anything that's um like home improvement stuff, like Fixer Upper. Oh yeah, HGTV, HGTV mm-hmm. stuff. Which I didn't think I'd get into, but I started working out at a gym, and I mean, I got some like Groupon for this apparently really fancy gym, and they I had no idea because there's like, nobody in there, and it's sort of like you know your grandpa's gym. There's just like like old machines and, but everybody in there is like a celebrity because there's no people in yeah. it. And they're like, cool. I can go to a gym every day with a trainer or whatever. And I would be in this like whole upper level by myself in the middle of the day, every day I went and it was awesome. And somehow there was HGTV, like playing the first time I went to the gym. And so I'd be on the treadmill and I'd be like running or, you know, I'd be on the elliptical or doing whatever. And it was playing and I got hooked. And it's like some weird, like Satisfying thing of progress, mm-hmm. and I'm like, look at it happen—the transformation. Yeah, I love transformations. Oh,
1: that That's what, what it comes like down to, is tra- because you like the people going yeah. from fat to thin to fat. Oh thin yeah, to whatever. I just there's so Houses. much hope in it. Oh my god.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else
1: you two want to talk about before we wrap? She's this trying up? to wrap it up. Well, I know it's that. Time,
0: it's time. <sighs>
1: okay, I'm not done yet. It was great. I know it's great. Well, we'll stop recording and then we'll continue this conversation. Of course. You know, about- oh
0: yes. Cause I have a funny story for you, Sarah Grayson that she inspired, but yes. <laughs> it's it's gross. So I won't share it with the public, but I love gross stories. Um, where can people <laughs> follow you?
2: Oh, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, at the gray sauce. It's G R E Y S A U C E. Um, or Instagram. And I recommend it. She's beautiful photography. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, That's at the power of Grayson. So G R E Y S O
0: N. Okay. And uh, follow us on Insta is the Brain Brain Candy Candy Podcast. And uh, see you next time. See you later. Pasta.